Welcome to the Black Alert Podcast, your melanated reference for all things Star Trek across all four quadrants. I'm Tia, and today I'm joined by the bridge crew members, Grace, Dre, Marisha, Raina, and Travis, to discuss Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Episode 3, Ghosts of Valyria. Let's hit it. What's going on, y'all? Hey. What's good? Thoughts, feelings, and the appropriation of Juneteenth. Oh, I saw that. I saw that Walmart ice cream. Listen, I'm going to eat that shit. I'm going to go get it and try it. It's the freedom for me. (laughs) That's not even a napkin. It's like a a beer can cozy. It's not like you can use it and just throw it away. That's like a permanent thing that's going to have to stare you in the face. Like, not one single black person on the marketing teams for any of these. I swear. No one. We we get free in in the 23rd (laughs) century when we can roll around in Starfleet durags, okay? When Starfleet starts manufacturing durags as part of the uniform, that's how you know you're free, okay? <laughs> Look at here. I'm going to need Sister, you're a little repeating this stuff. Because does the U.S. Apparently. military even have durags? The what? I do not know. The I, US military. I want the durags, the, the wave cap. They don't, have a, they don't have durags. You can't wear durags. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's against regulation. I don't yeah. see the U.S. military <laughs> handing them out. I mean, I can imagine like the Navy should want everybody to have good waves. <laughs> I'm here for the Starfleet bonnet. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Have my hair twisted. Can't be going up to the bridge. Why do you got to go in the middle of the night? Red alert. Oh, wait. Get your bonnet. You know, you go out there. Sometimes you don't have time to take it off. So well, you you got to show up on the, the bridge. Ori- in the original series, Uhura has to have one. She oh, didn't yeah. wear it to the bridge, though. She, oh, she definitely had a bonnet. A good roller set going. Yep. And, and I want a bonnet, not no satin tie to come off in your sleep. A bonnet. Yep. If so, someone should make that. Where are the Etsy people at? But see, I learned. You know, we should great. try to, we should merchandise. I'm, t- I'm saying. <laughs> Black products with Starfleet symbols on them. Exactly. Back <laughs> home. <laughs> The, uh, the needle for the, the pink, for the put the, the pink moisturizer on there. I was dying when I Edge saw her control. post. <laughs> <laughs> we get the ball. I looked at that post and I said, this "Look, we get some nice uh, know, like blue some beard oil for the men." Some, some stay some soft fro. Look at Black y'all. I was ready. Lotion. I was gonna put the the, the picture of the stay soft fro and the the lot of body <laughs> setting lotion in that thread. I'm like, this, no. is, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Back to this the, is for, uh, this so is for people, because I don't know nothing about these Illyrians other than they being discriminated against. Well, last time we saw I the Illyrians, last time we saw the Illyrians, they were victims of piracy at the hands yes. of Jonathan Archer. Jonathan Archer decided to colonize <laughs> their, their party. He decided to go over there, take, I think it was a part of their warp core, right? Yeah, he gentrified their warp core. Yeah, and just left these folks stranded. In the Delphic Expanse, which, by the way, was a dangerous place before the Zindi got the Zindis and the Sphere Beaters got defeated, huh? That's some Columbus ass shit. He got a whole ship named after him. Uh, Basically, (laughs) and uh, what isn't it a a shipyard in in Discovery too? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know this this man was out here doing all types of terrible shit. In the Delphic Expanse. And these people, you know, what gets me is that the Illyrians, we mentioned them, and I knew the name immediately. I was like, oh, wait, I know that race. So I go, I'm sorry, I know that species. And so I go on, on, on the internet and I realize, oh, it's it's those 
folks who I feel really bad for. I think I went on a long rant in the Archer episode about them. And there's no mention of it at all in the episode. Unannounced. That's literally the second time we've seen this species, and we don't mention the last time that they appeared, which was them getting lost in space, basically. You I know, wonder if the Illyrians are, are going to be our. I wonder if Archer they're going to be. Story. I wonder <laughs> if the Illyrians are going to be our um, stand-ins for uh, oppressed minorities now. Oh, since we've oh gosh. seen, since we 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 saw <laughs> them be vet, victims in the last episode, now we're seeing them have to change their entire society in order to fit in with the Federation. Which I don't know. Which is know destroying why. them completely. They no longer right. have corporeal forms, the ones that were on their planet, and it, it blows my mind. So it's not only just that. Like this is so. If you're listening, you know the the reveal of of number one being an Illyrian, but at the same time, it's an Illyrian. She's an Illyrian with extra, right? They didn't go. She doesn't look like the Illyrians we saw in enterprise. They yeah. had forehead ridges, not in the Klingon sense, but they did have different features than, than their human counterparts. And number one looks human. So she's been through some cosmetic uh, mm-hmm. surgery to mm-hmm. better fit and navigate into Starfleet, obviously, because, you know, she didn't tell anybody until, the, obviously, the end of the episode. She she reveals it to Pike. Um, and La'an. Uh, did La'an know before? No. No, oh, no. She, no, she, she was mad about it. it. She was <laughs> mad about it. Yeah, she was mad. I was like, oh, okay. Dang. Yeah, I think her... I think the that was spe- the big thing with complacency, where uh, Leon said, you knew what I went through. You knew what they called me, and you said nothing. She still didn't owe her an outing. You know, I've, you know, if you you look at it uh, from, from the point of view of somebody being outed, nobody owes you that. You know, that's I, for when, when you're ready to, to say something. I, I view outing and complacency, in this sense, and complacency different. Because you allowed someone else to struggle yeah, but yeah, but you didn't but want the, to put no good thing. But at the same time, if you saw somebody, if you, you know, and and I, I probably, I'm actually, you know what, I'm gonna back out of this. Let's do a couple seconds because I don't think I'm the right person who should have this conversation. Mm. Well, I I will say this. All right, um, you know, as someone who's been openly gay for most of their all of their adult life, um, except for when. You know, I was in the military under don't ask, don't tell. But you you knew when you were in the military, you just knew, <laughs> you know, who was straight and who wasn't. But um, it's personal. It's a personal thing. You don't. Um, I, I, I agree with Travis on this. Just because I'm I identify a certain way doesn't mean I have to tell you. If I don't want to, if I'm not comfortable with that. I don't I don't have to reveal this to you. It's my choice to decide who should know, who shouldn't, who I feel comfortable enough with, who I don't feel comfortable enough with. Because believe it or not, there are some people, they might have their suspicions, especially here at my job. They might have their suspicions, but I don't tell them. Why? Because I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with you knowing that about me. 
that's intimate information that an individual I will decide whether to share or not. So I can I can understand. Um, I agree with that. I but I, my view of this is a person passing. So well, if someone if, if somebody someone, passing as like but, but you know again how we have it's fair-skinned people that pass and take all the liberties and enjoyment and I'm looking for the word I'm looking for the word all the uh, privilege all the benefits privilege and mm-hmm. privileges again that's an individual choice whether we agree with it or not isn't that that's that's irrelevant just because we don't agree with it doesn't mean that it's 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 bad or it's terrible that's for them to figure out and to deal with it's not for us it's like oh yeah oh 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 so you like bright you trying to pass be all up in white people okay if that's what they want to do and they feel that's how they want to navigate through society then so be it we just know not to invite them to the cookout <laughs> do Illyrians have cookouts? I think I feel like that's that's a whole thing. They probably we developed need to it when they were stranded in space. They had, <laughs> yeah, to, have yeah. they had, yeah. they had to. Yeah. You ain't got like, a what we gonna do now? Gotta have a cookout. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> let's, let's let's get all our rations together like, and make something out of nothing. Make I'm sorry. Like, aren't you condemned whole generations to die on that ship? <laughs> he yeah. did. He did. I can't but, get over it. <laughs> they had yes, basically they had they had uh they had, real Asian. They had space struggle meals for three years because of that man. <laughs> space struggle. You know what? <laughs> space struggle. Face struggle then, meals, man. And, and then they Rubber had the nerve to want to beg the Federation. They had the nerve to want to beg the Federation to become to join. But that's the, that's part of what irritates me. You know, like these people right. were that was their first encounter with humans was Archer. They had never met humans yep. before then. And then we go from that to oh, please, to please let us join the Federation. Please, please. And it, it just doesn't sit right with me. It, it feels weird. I mean, I don't have a lot of respect for, for the me, Illyrians. It's like it's a growing trend when we encounter the Federation that if that human mentality of if it's superior than me, it's bad. If it's if it can overtake me, it's bad. If it changes what I define as being human, it's bad. Now, question, because I'm not too familiar with this species. Now, were they um, doing genetic uh, modifications and, and augmentation with consent? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're, okay. they're, they're species, that's all I wanted to know because the whole society is based on genetically engineering themselves to fit in with the um, environment of of a planet they colonize. So rather than terraform a planet, they'll change their bodies so they can survive on the planet. So like if they go to like you know um, a, an icy planet, they'll go to a, they'll change their bodies so they can uh, adapt to the cold. Wow. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't have an issue with wow. that. Federation still around here terraforming, killing exactly. our species. <laughs> Federation. Well, I mean, terraforming. I mean, I mean, look at that banning genetic uh, modifications, though, based off of a war that in canon happened years prior. Like, you 
hundreds of years right, and on I'm one gonna, planet I, in the whole in the, yeah. in the, the entire federation <laughs> it's not like it happened on vulcan yeah. or anyplace else it happened on earth and all of the federation is beholden to that yeah that's ridiculous it yep. is but you know it is humans humans and it like Don't humans do. though yeah it's just like humans yeah i, I mean mm-hmm. it, that's what that's what's crazy though it's it's kind of a it was kind of a catch-22 for them, though, because it's like, yeah, you guys are willing to not terraform and, you know, modify and, and modify a planet. You would rather modify yourselves to fit the environment of the planet. But, oh, that's also got its issues, which we saw. Like, they turned into these non-corporeal beings, which... But that, um, wasn't, that wasn't technically their fault. That was them trying to de... Um, to undo their genetic modifications. That's why that happened. Yeah, they, I mean, they were trying to to change their their race essentially in order to fit in I with thought, the federation. No, I thought that was due to them still trying to fit in on no. that. It, no, was, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, they were. They were the removing their. Gen- yeah, they were removing their modifications in order to fit in with the federation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which said, ooh, that's such oh. an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like straightening your hair. To hair or you know, getting skin your nose lightning. done or ooh, whatever. That is a whole I, other I would, episode right ooh, there. Yeah, I know. This is a little I was getting, that's clearly what they were going for. When you think about some of the, the interactions between Una and Pike, like at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was in my, I had to stop. I was in my feelings. I was like, oh, oh, so she's one of the good ones. So you can vouch for her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's exactly. what it's like, Pike. And the fact Pike? that she called it out, at least in her log, was huge. And then she's like, yeah. What and if, I was like, oh. what if everybody died? Then what? But, but can I say something that might not go over well? Sure. I didn't buy it from Rebecca Romaine as the my the minority quote unquote in this in this it, it didn't feel like there it was didn't much feel genuine it didn't feel genuine like I think I'm not saying it couldn't have been an act like a white actor who who was playing this or right as an alien going through this but the scene with Pike the brilliance of what they're talking about is there but yeah. I wasn't getting the energy that I expected from the actor in that scene. Because she she was passing as humanoid. Could it be that? I don't know. It just it didn't seem like I when she was doing her logs talking about how she felt uh as an Illyrian amongst all of these humans and the things that were going on, it just felt like she was reading off a script basically to me. Mm. Mm. You know, like she couldn't feel. She couldn't. Le- the actress couldn't like legitimately con- convey the fe- convey the feelings that yes. should be inherit inherited. Yes, and in I think scene. because as you know, as black people, we know mm-hmm. what that's like, and so we expect, or we 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 know what should be involved in when you're talking about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It kind of you know I kind of compared it to the Cisco scene in um, DS9 when he was doing his log. Um, in um, in the pale mo- moonlight, mm-hmm. I can well, live with it. Exactly. Yes. I, yes. I that mean, came to mind too. That was what struck what struck me, and I compared the two scenes, and you know what 
you're uh, ti i agree with you that you know she just didn't convey this the the emotions of the scene as uh, she should have i like that the scene was there i like that they yeah. that they 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 tried for it i you know i don't give the show any heat for the attempt because it fit um i don't i i agree that i don't think uh, rebecca romaine did it did did the writing justice in that point in in that moment but i would love to see her grow in the role and especially grow into what they're trying to to get across here. I hope they they don't just one and one and done this. I hope so too. Grace. Yeah. I agree with you up until a point. I don't think it was just that the actress wasn't really conveying it properly. I feel as an audience, we didn't get any sense of there being any risk to her actually revealing herself to the captain like she was like okay you know what i've thought about this i'm resigning my commission this is a serious thing and, you know pike is just sitting there like mm, nah <laughs> i was like okay but what about you know court martial he's like mm, nah like there there's no inherent risk behind her revealing herself like we're not worried that she's going to lose her job that she's going to have to defend herself or anything like that with Cisco, mm-hmm. like you know that, you know, people are watching him, like all eyes are on him, we're, you know, on the verge of a war, things are about to happen. There is an inherent risk to him being found out. That's always looming behind you there. Like you could feel that, but I don't, I did not get that feeling here. It's like, oh, she's an Illyrian. Okay, you know, whatever, moving on. I -hmm. hope they return to it and flesh that out a little bit more. I hope it comes up later with somebody, some admiral, some some nosy snooping section 31 person come look and see what's happening, but I I wasn't I don't I don't feel that it was any risk to her being exposed. Like mm-hmm. yeah, her and Laon thought a little bit, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it Which I'll take that fight. Um Yeah, that was a good fight. Uh for me, I think it came from Pike. Like, Pike's, well, you're the best officer I have, so I'm going to defend you. But what if she wasn't? Yeah, that's what Zia uh, was saying earlier. Yeah. yeah. Raina? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just piggyback, uh, uh, piggyback off of Grace. Um, the only real struggle that we see is when she's confronted by Laon. Of course, that fight was dope. I was like, oh, okay, we, we don't hands. But really, we didn't get to see her sweat, you know, or have to deal with other people on the ship knowing, you know, doing the whispers, like, oh my God, look, she's an Illyrian. Like, none of that happened. Um, and I wonder what would have happened to the rest of her species or, or anyone else if they had tried to do the same thing, you know, obviously lie to Starfleet, you know, you've lied your way to the top, Right. Would that be the same for, you know, one of her cousins or something? You know, like, would that, she, would they get the same treatment that she's getting from Pike? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that goes to the fundamental question of one of the good ones, right? I mean, we, you, you look, look at, at the term and how it's used in real life. And, you know, it, it, it always strikes me when people talk about, you know, Michael Jordan, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, you know, they're proof that racism is not a problem anymore. Right. That because they're able to uh, achieve ex- exactly they're able to made it. We all can. 
Yeah, they've muted. <laughs> Everybody can. And at, at some point you have to think, what if they can't play basketball as well as Michael Jordan? What if they're not as great in television as Oprah? What if they're, they don't have the political skills of, of Barack Obama? I mean, do they still do we still deserve to you know, live Exist. in poverty and things like that? And, you know, that's the that's the question that they're asking in this episode. You know, obviously, we all know that. And uh, I, I think, again, glad they I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they, they, they brought it up. I hope it's not the last time they do it. Um, but it also made me think of uh, Julian, uh, Dr. Bashir mm-hmm. on DS9, mm-hmm. because he's I mean, he's an augment. And, uh, you know, Starfleet is still doing this a hundred years after this. Like, I, I, they, when they did it in DS9, it showed a nasty underbelly to the Federation, but showing that it's, I mean, we knew that it's been going on for several hundred years, but, uh, to actually see it now for a hundred years that there's that kind of bigotry in the Federation and no sign of it going away. So is that the Jim Crow? Yeah. At some point, there's going to have to be something. That has always been my issue when we talk about the Federation or we get into the real semantics of this utopian society that we hope for is that we we encounter it with the holograms. And that's that's why Hollowites is my thing, because I don't know if everybody's read uh, uh, the Voyager book where Mm -hmm. Janeway, she's the holograms are, you know, standing up for their rights. And Janeway says, well, you know, you're going to be deactivated. You know, you, we can just replace you. And the hologram's like, yeah, but this is where I'm saying no. And then we get the whole Mars incident where they didn't respect the workers and then, oh, let's ban synthetics. So it's always this. The Federation is the reactionary. Trans- <laughs> that, that's what it is. They're reactionary. They as much as the show portrays Starfleet as is ideal, uh, when it comes to things like war, when it comes to society, uh, every show has shown that they are, they react. When something terrible happens, they go to the extreme to okay. stop it. Overreact. And so, I mean, it's, it's no different than the way that we saw in Picard, what they were doing with the Borg in the first season. The Borg Not are just the Borg, but all synthetics. Yes, they completely banned any any type mm-hmm. of artificial life form that wasn't holograms, which is why Rios had five copies of himself on his ship. That was mm-hmm. okay, but you know we have a what? whole civilization of beings that were inspired by Data and his programming and all of that, who were basically in hiding. And then, you know, Doji and Sashi, they, the twins, they pop up and they're like, oh, shit, I'm not a real person. And now they're being hunted by these murderous Romulan secret society and all of that. And it just was like, whoa, damn, uh, Federation, y'all, y'all out here like this? Yes. All the time. To the point, yeah, to the point that we saw, you know, the consequences of it. Troy and Riker end up losing their son because the condition he had, um, the technology was banned by the Federation. And talking about two of Starfleet's best and brightest, right? And they made no exception for them. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, I oh, have to oh, well, about that. I feel weird about that. It well, is I'm, weird. 
That is very fucked. Yes, that's how it's supposed to go. But in I feel like in reality, it's the same thing that we say about um, procreation rights. Yeah, they ban it, but the, those that have money will still keep doing what they need to do. Exactly. Makes exactly. me wonder why. Uh, so why? Why didn't Riker? Sorry. Why didn't Riker and Troy? Why didn't Riker and Troy? go outside of the Federation for help with their son. Would they have been imprisoned? Wouldn't it be worth it to be imprisoned yeah. at that point? Where would they have gone? I think I it's mean, exactly. I mean, there. we don't know the capabilities of other other empires, whatever mm-hmm. planets well, outside this, of the but Federation. At, but at this point, but it's like, the fe- at that, that point, the Federation was basically like it. I mean, there, the Federation, after the Dominion War, was the only game in town. Yep. I mean, they'd have to go to the. Yeah, they they the Cardassians were finished. The Klingons damn near destroyed. The Romulans don't have a home world anymore, so they're scattered. Yeah, like that's that's exactly why they couldn't because they didn't have they had nowhere else to go to. The Breen, really? No, they are just as they are highly isolationist. So good luck with that. Um, Ferenginar was going through its political changes and they were actually trying to get themselves together and not be like super uber capitalist. In well, they're in the middle society. of a communist revolution. If, if <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They were in an economic revolution and political and social revolution. So they had all that going on, you know, Ferengi women trying to get their rights and all of that. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have very many other options. Travis, is, that's a very good point because we're talking about post-Dominion War. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of makes you not think very about... Many, not it, very many resources either. Yeah, and it kind of makes you think about All post-Cold War Earth, right? Like, yep. what are what other... What's the, the other game in town except, and no offense to Canada, uh, the was, United States? I mean, when it comes to, like, big things, I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, it was, the, it was the U.S. and the Soviet Union after World War II. It was us, and it was the USSR. Yeah. Like we were saying too, and everybody else was just like, well, and shit, we got to be friends with one or the other or just yeah. be neutral. And once the Soviets fell, then it, it was just us. And, uh, you know, thankfully, well, not thankfully, but uh, happily for Europe, I suppose, there's now the EU. So there are other powers, and China has risen. But uh, I think we're at that. I think that's what we're seeing in uh, the Picard verse. Is that uh, in that time period? Is that uh, it's it's the Federation at its absolute height, and uh, they're not doing so well with it. Well, you know what happens after that. Yep. <laughs> well, Rome didn't fall in a day. Maybe <laughs> next season. Maybe next season we'll get the the fascist uh, Federation candidates. I mean, it'll, it'll be like what we saw on the other. I universe. mean, are we getting Klingons though? Because I hope I'm just so. Saying. I hope so. It's the era for it. All I know. We should absolutely get Klingons in Strange New Worlds. Like, there's absolutely no reason that we don't see Klingons in Strange New Worlds. But it has to be the weird Klingons with the little... They're not going to do that. It's racist as hell. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. That's way too racist. (laughs) I think they'll do the... They'll do the... No forehead ridges. They'll do no forehead ridges because Enterprise put that in the thing. We know that there are generations of Enterprise or of Klingons with no forehead ridges, but I don't think they'll do the mustache because that's racist as hell. Yes. Yeah, no mustache, but uh, 
But yeah, we we absolutely need to see Klingons. I am gonna flip tables soon if I don't see a Klingon. You will in Picard season three. Yes, but <laughs> I don't think so. In Picard season three, I don't think so because we got this weird Borg being guardians deal that I just. Guardians of the Gates. What? Okay, but well, Michael well, Dorn. About Michael, well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see Worf. But um I'm talking about in Strange hey, New Worlds. Strange New Worlds Strange New Worlds needs to see yes. have Klingons. It absolutely right. does. Yes. Uh, yes. Can we talk about uh Dr. Can we see Gorn too, please? In Strange New Worlds? I'm just saying. Wait, see who? Gorn. In that next in that next Oh episode? Gorn, yeah, Gorn yeah, Gorn. Yeah, next episode is gonna be the Gorn. Ooh, see, that I haven't seen the trailer yet. Son of a mm. So uh, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> the trailer at the end of the episode, the damn it. Daughter. Keep no, asking. Daughter. <laughs> Keep yes. telling y'all trailers at the end of the episodes, please. Jesus Christ. I ain't gonna repeat myself no more. I'm just gonna be like, whatever. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, why should I have to go to another platform? To go see exactly. the damn trailer. It's it's annoying. Anyway, sorry, Marisha, you was talking about um something. Oh, I was... Dr. Mbenga? Yep. Yes, Dr. Mbenga. The reason why Mbenga. the virus spread. Oh, poor man. I'm, if it's my daughter, I'm going to let the virus spread too. I mean, sorry, sorry, crew. That's what happens. Yeah. It is. She's adorable, though. She's a cute Travis, I just want to bring up the conversation we had about the pattern buffer. I mean, why wouldn't it work? Right? We've seen it work on multiple shows, right? Yeah, and the fact that he keeps materializing her makes it it makes sense. It was yeah. Scotty did the trick it, so you didn't have it to. It was keep... Voyager, too. Yeah, but Scotty did it first. Yeah. Scotty uh did the trick so you didn't have to uh materialize. You could just stay in the buff- buffer forever. But um Yeah. But yeah, Voyager but, said that's a little weird, and so they brought it back right. in that episode with what Kashik, uh, with the anti. Is that what the uh, the space Nazis? Yeah, the space oh, Nazis. Yeah. The and other Jane space Nazis. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, y'all had this woman fall for space Nazi? All right. Oh, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna go there. But oh, yeah, go there. it has been a long but, six years. Uh, it had. The, I did appreciate um, him doing that. I want to see that come up. I want to see I want to see it happen to where, you know, there's a bit of a dilemma. And if for number one to take a little bit more heat because of it, because it's like, okay, you covered this up. I think that's gonna be why Mabenga leaves uh, Enterprise. I think yeah. that's why that's gonna be why uh, McCoy has a bone shows up yeah yeah you know that i'm i'm not mad at that explanation i'm i'm mad because i want more babs oh well oh he's gonna be around for a long time i think he's gonna end up curing he's just gonna end up curing his daughter daughter and and be like i'm gonna go spend my time the rest of my time with my family and exactly they're gonna he's going to take his daughter to like the allurians where they are more advanced in genetics oh maybe but um, the you said that that's if uh, Strange New Worlds keeps a positive spin. I think they have to in this case mm-hmm. because um, it, if they kill her off, the Benga is not going to want to come back to to the, to Enterprise for those part time stints that we see in the original series. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too painful for him. Uh, so well, I think I think they're going to let's not kill her off. Thank you. Yeah, and knock on wood because we all know how they like tragedy on these shows. Oh. Yes. 
Yeah, why yeah. do her, oh why'd they have to kill her family her whole family? Her whole family. The entire. Like wow. Kit Kit and Leon. Leon. No family. What? No then they all got butchered by the Gorn. Yeah. Butchered. They're, even, they're not even just dead. They're, they got butchered by the Gorn. Una. And, the entire people. Okay, so, gone. Oh, how so gone. 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 the Gorn is gonna That's, look next episode. I hope they don't look like they did before. <laughs> <laughs> So that's three. We that would be amazing. Members who who have zero family. And uh, well, Sam Kirk still has a family. For now. Well, for now. Well, no, we know Sam's going to keep his. Fa- we know Sam Sam has his parents, um, because uh, we know that Kirk's that that Jim Kirk's parents are alive, and his father's at his graduation from the academy. So, you know, Sam Sam's family is still around, but. His brother and his mother, at least, I don't know if his uh, if Sam was there, lived through that whole Kodos uh, ex- executioner thing mm-hmm. when they kill half the population of uh, the colony they're on. So, yeah, so Sam might have a tragic backstory, too. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Everybody anyway. does. <laughs> and of course, Spock has his yeah. you know tragic racism. And, um, Sisters in the future. Also, His father hates him. <laughs> oh man! You know, I saw somebody say this week that um, what's his name, dude who pl- who was on Fringe, uh, who was the son on Fringe, Jonathan should play. Jackson. Yes, should play Cyborg, and I am with that. You think they'll bring that character into Strange New Worlds? I would love if they brought that character into Strange New Worlds. I'm not opposed because I love me some Joshua Jackson. <laughs> team saying. Pacey forever. Um, <laughs> I am also on Team Pacey. Hello, uh, did watch Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, it did not appeal to me. It, sorry. I didn't watch I'll that. Call. Sorry, uh-huh. I had friends at school. Did you want? They knew after a while. They knew not to ask me because they knew I wasn't watching it. I was like, unless you talk that. about Zena, Star, one of the Star Treks and Buffy. I watched my girl. I seen every episode. So did I. I love Zena. Leave Sam Raimi alone. <laughs> no, let's yeah, let's talk about the campiness because I mean we should sub and I just feel. saw a flat ass. <laughs> it's like look at the doll. No, but because... maybe something in the nineties that wasn't campy. It was beautiful. Besides Star Trek, yeah. It was very campy. But no, back to the show. I mean, I didn't know much about the Illyrians going in because I didn't watch Enterprise and after Tia's beautiful thread, I don't plan to. I don't think I want to. Three of us are 30% of his viewership. (laughs) I I was like, ooh, girl. Like, I'm watching you and I'm like, ooh, girl, you infected with something. I swear to God, I was like, if this is another Naked Now episode. um, (laughs) That's what I thought. I thought it was that too. It's the third like, episode. Oh, it's the yeah. third episode. And that's third like the, that, Code of Honor, wasn't it? No, the yeah. episode of TNG was um what's it called? The Naked Now. No, it was Code of Honor. I was like, wait a minute. This oh, feels oh, familiar. Like the naked now, right? Was it? I thought I thought the third epi- I thought the third episode of Oh no, no, no. you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, right, third right, episode right. of Toss was Naked Time. Third episode of TNG was uh Naked uh, Naked Now, and I really thought we were going to get a a, a naked Tomorrow, something. Like, like, yeah, like 
are we diving in like this right now? Is is this yep. a sexy, sexy episode? She ripping is, up her shirt. Um, what is, is this going what Star Trek on? has become? And I mean, I'm all for it because those episodes are ridiculous and we make fun of them afterwards. So if that's the direction we're going in, I mean, that's a Star Trek as anything. Oh, yes. Which creepy relationship was going to pop up? I was like, who we getting? (laughs) I was waiting waiting for it. I was like, who's going to have a weird hookup? We don't have data. So what do we do? (laughs) I mean, will Spock and the Cap Pike were cuddling on... You on know, the planet, on, on, on the planet, planet surrounded by ionic beings, so <laughs> you know, no, no, but, that's, and... but that's not as weird as Tasha and Data. I, I need, I need. Something. I love that episode <laughs> for the so Data says I am fully functional at all. Yeah, but I'm just like, why though? What was Soon thinking about when he did that? We all know that Soon Soon has some issues, okay? All the way up the line. All the Soons are a little bit weird, a little bit crazy. Every single one of them. I'm sorry. My son should be able to go forth and live a full life. That's all. Okay. He ain't gonna get enough for that reason. But speaking of uh, Pike and Spock on the planet... I loved the space dad vibes from Pike on the planet when he's pacing back and forth. My crew's in trouble and there's nothing I can do. I mean, I have been there with, with my kids on a regular basis with, you know, something's going on with my kids. And there's nothing I can do about it. And it is not a fun feeling. And I can just imagine when you've got, you know, 500 plus people or 400 plus people, however many are on the, the, the ship now, um, you know, in trouble and there's nothing you can do about it. The uh, I, I love I love Pike's space dad vibes from the cooking I, last I last week to this. Of how how many scenes are we gonna get with him with perfect hair before like he gets wet up or something? Uh, I'm I'm waiting I'm, I'm watching, waiting. But the hair is still still he survived an ionic storm and no hairs moved. That's I'm telling you that lot of body up. those waves are set set okay. Look <laughs> <laughs> right and speaking of hair speaking of hair. We see uh, Uhura. She's in her bunk, and she popped out. She had the do rag. I was like, yes, yes. First of all, who wrote that? Black I need to get who did put that, that in there. Was, who put that in? I don't know who did. I feel like they listened to us, particularly us. It was brilliant. I don't know I like, who wrote we it. Got a space but somebody. Somebody was definitely paying attention because, like y'all seen, because I mean, yes. me and everybody else been tweeting about it all day. They had the close up on the Instagram from the wardrobe people, the and you get the full 360 of the do rag. You see how uh-huh. it has it tied up proper. You see that it has the delta on the back. Like, and I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need that to be in the store for purchase post haste. Exactly. Y'all need to get that in <laughs> here. I need one every color. I need one for every day of the week, every occasion. You bedazzle it. Yeah. I need one from a dress uniform. I need every color. You gotta wear it to pattern. the pod. Show up at the, the college yeah. uniform and your do rag. Okay. Where's <laughs> the bonnet? Look, that's look, all my main question. Where's the bonnet? We didn't dealt with Burnham with these long ass braids for how many seasons? And no bonnet. No bonnet. And no bonnet. You can't no tell bonnet. me she's sleeping with the hair down. It's choking her. <laughs> so yes Listener, whoever needs to hear to this get that in the store right now right now yes. I don't and, care and on lower decks where, where Captain Freeman rolls up in the middle of the night in the bonnet I just need it 
I mean, right. It's, Listen, look at how iconic it was when Viola Davis took off her wig and her makeup and and and, and kind of how to get away with murder. murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like yeah. we we had yeah. kind of that moment with Uhura in the do rag. I just want to know if that bit, means yeah. original series Uhura had a bonnet. She or, did. She had. She, did. she had she definitely. She had some rollers. She had to have. We know she had a bonnet. She had curling iron. She probably. She, she probably. There's probably a, a beautician on uh, the Enterprise. We don't know who it is yet. But there's somebody there. Miss Shirley. Shirley. Miss Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's my mother's name. Been a lieutenant for thirty years. Like, <laughs> you know her MOS is cosmetology. You know what's a beautician named Shirley? We know it's either Shirley or Shirley. Brush. So you can just hit it. Look, the brush is shaped like a delta, right? I'm just oh, yes. <laughs> of course. No. Okay. Because you know you need to have that point in order to get the crown real good <laughs> and the brush properly <laughs> to wear your hair. Look, I've done 360 waving before. It has before. to be wooden. Those of you out there with the boar bristles. Those of you who are out there who don't. Yes, it has to be. But you have to have soft, medium, and hard. Especially hard. Or if you're still wolfing before you get, mm-hmm. you know, your next haircut, you have to have the heart in order to keep the hair laid down. Yep. Yes. We Do you think in the 25th century, hair. they'll have the Borg bristles? No. I said it, <laughs> I said it and I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That is not a viable substitute. Bad joke, sir. I just I love that moment because it's bringing like all the black Trekkies out. Yes. All the black Trekkies who knew exactly what it was, knew the name for it. And I see so many just black people interacting with the post about the do rags. <laughs> You can't hate on uh, I left the, I left the, I took a bird app hiatus at the wrong time because I got do rags. I, 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 I you going so, leaving at the wrong I have, time. I have one that I call the Infinity Do Rag because it's like colored gold, but it's like a little shimmery. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> I flipped my mind when I saw that. I was like, she's gonna do rag, but it matched her robe too. That's what that robe is like. The robe's like that. coordinate. Match the robe. She said she like can't that. go to bed not being coordinated. If you okay? search Durag right now, her photo comes up. And she closes her bunk. Like she's like, nah, you're not waking me up. I'm going to bed. Right? That's the other thing I like. She her, her bunk is closed, and they have the shared quarters for the lower decks, like in lower decks. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's like, y'all not gonna same. disturb my peace. I'm going to bed. Good night. I just, I just wanna I just wanna put out real quick. If you will do the do rags, if you can make it a set with the do rag and the matching robe, that would be even better. Yeah. I'm fine that. I, I will take a matching set of do rag and robe. I I'm surprised it wasn't in her colors though. Her communication, I was ready. Exactly. I, I feel like she has. I feel like she has a communication I'm, color set. I feel like we we will see another color of do rag at some point in time. Like yeah. I don't think that's the only one. Yeah. I need to match my jacket for away missions. <laughs> yes. You know, I would sport, I would sport um a do-rag if it were star a Star Trek do-rag. Like I really would. And if you guys need to know the proper material, contact one of us. I think they got it down. <laughs> 
I know. I, but I'm going to make a satin needs to be satin on the inside. The outside can be, you know, any other material, but the inside has to be satin, period. And I wonder if that's you know, something we can wondering, make. Well, you know, we, we actually might be able to make the do-rag ourselves without Black Alert Pod logo. I'm saying, y'all, just be on the lookout for Black Alert Pod uh, embossed bonnets and do-rags in the next yeah. little while. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that as a launch merch item, bands. I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. Even though my bald cell phone <laughs> needs one. Is <laughs> you still wear one? I'm trying to I mean, I could, cool, but... You still bro, wear it. It's a beard moisturizer with the Black Alert Podcast logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I can get that, that brush, though. Yeah. We can do the brush, a Delta shake brush. I'm just saying yeah, it could. would be perfect, especially for or, your crown. Or, you know what, with our logo with the fist, we could do a, a, a pick. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, I have a set. <laughs> I'm not joking. I have a set. Oh, I still have, I don't have a, a whole set, but I have the, the pick for, for my beard when I let it get long. I don't have yeah. much anymore, but I did keep my brush because uh, I gotta take care of that kitchen sometimes. You know, in all, in, <laughs> in all in all seriousness, though, um, I feel like um, Uhura, the the actress who's playing Uhura, is uh, I don't know. I feel like she has has somehow coalesced like black Trekkie dumb in ways that haven't been done in a long time. Like I feel like everybody is has her back you know celia yeah, i, I think like, is, is 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 just really the fact that she's so online and and, and everything i feel like she she is becoming a, a centerpiece of uh, black trekkie and i love it celia if you would like to come onto our show we would love that because i just need to know was the do rag your idea was it in the script i don't oh, think like that was in the script I'd like to think it was her idea. I feel like she's like at the table read and she's like, there's no way right. I did that without a do ring. Exactly. Wait, exactly. Nope. Like she woke and up she and was like, like, y'all do know how black people sleep, right? Yep. Because she does, exactly, because she does, that's her hair in real life. So she already knows the process. And right. It's an extensive Maybe process. she was coming to set with the do rag and they was like, what you got? Yeah. Uh, that could be it too. All right, hold on. Let, me put, let me put the let me put the delta on it real quick. We got you. We got you. They because trusting this fabric, what is mm-hmm. it? They probably have, have might... like a four o'clock call. They're probably in there super early, so she, she comes rolls right. out of bed, rolls to this rolls to the studio, and be like, and take rag off when it's time to shoot, and, and we'll put it back take, on. Takes it off and massages her forehead. You have to get the imprint <laughs> off. You know, <laughs> oh the imprint <laughs> That's why I like the that's why I like the wide band do rags because you ain't got that imprint. So yeah. now here's a question I have though. Do y'all think Pike has tried to wear one at some point? I think he has. <laughs> Pike wears a bonnet. He's I know he tried. I think he I think he tried one, but then he said, yeah. "Okay, but do you I have think... anything from me?" And then they gave him the bonnet, and he was like, "Yes, yes, exactly. this is what I need. This <laughs> exactly. is how I have to do." Really? Because Pike loved Kenya a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying, Pike, right, Pike in, that, in, that, in that dinner episode like Kenya a lot. Pike and Spock to keep the, that hair down, like, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> okay, I think Spock goes with the, the do rag, to be honest with you. 
No, I'm he really just has the wave cap and he just pulls it off and it fluffs. And he's... <laughs> he does the quick to the to the. Yep. That's <laughs> Look, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because this is turned into a semi hair episode, which we got to do another one. Nah. We really do need to see. Clearly, we got to do. We really it. do need to get uh, Celia to be on for the season. <laughs> all right. Uh, we covered all the good points. We covered all the things that touched our hearts. So, uh, what do we think about it? Uh, one uh, thing. Go ahead. Um, oh, the chief engineer. Yes. Oh, ha- oh my sorry. man, Te- Hammer. Yes. I love him. Oh. Yeah. I did. I did I pose the great. question: Is this another brilliant but disabled trope? Nah, I, I don't think so. No. Okay. no. I think it's oh, another brilliant but jerk trope, like yes, House and is. everybody else. Is he a jerk, though? He's a jerk, though. <laughs> he's they're, play, they're playing off of that, the Andorian uh, feature that they did in, like, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. It, this, his, his, it, it reminds me of Shran. I'm just waiting for him to call somebody a pink skin. Like, I what? really am. Uh, <laughs> you know really well, he won't because he's blind. So he's not going to make color references, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean he's an Einar, not uh, not well, see, I thought that, well, well, they called all the humans that in Enterprise, so I thought that was what. Well, they didn't call Travis that, and they didn't call Hoshi well, that. So, well, I mean, well, I mean, in general, they called in general they did yeah. talk, talk about talk about the pink, the, skins, the pink yeah. skins. So yeah. I thought that was just like the name that. They, but then again, weren't the Einar, uh separated from the Andorians? So. Maybe that one, yes, that one didn't themselves. come down the pipe. I just need someone to say yeah. it. And they're a bit isolated. Yeah, they, they it's terrible. I just want to hear it, though. I just I, either one it. It. Or they say it and somebody calls them out on it. Or is like, yo. And I'm right here. Do, do I look like, <laughs> like a pink skin? Like, you talking to me. Grace? Between Uhura and Ortegas, you know what actually. Say you know, it actually would be fitting for Uhura to do it because it reminds me of that uh, that in the, the the Naked Time episode when um, uh, Sulu grabbed her and said, uh, called her a fair maiden, and she goes, "Sorry, neither." And so it would make sense if uh, somebody made the pink skin reference and she's the one who says something about it. Yeah. Right. Grace. I have to give it to Chief Hammer. I know this is kind of just just a one-off comment outside the episode, but like. Everybody else is like, oh, let me get real close to this this light bulb. Oh, let me smash my face against this light bulb. This man is ready to destroy the whole ship, beaming a piece of a sun inside the ship. I'm going to use all my smarts. The light bulb's not good enough. I'm going to get all of this and destroy us all just so I can get closer to this light. I mean... Man, you smart, but did you have to try to kill everybody? Yeah, see, that's what that's what I mean by smart but jerk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Laon wasn't much better. She was she went to main engineering, which oh my god, that main engineering is fantastic. It is. I love it. That warp core. Oh, I love it. The shiny, extra shiny floor. I I love main engineering for for uh strange worlds, but she went down there and she was like Oh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm basically Lance. gonna open up the warp core manifolds and all that. Like and Lance just Lance 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 was doing it expeditiously. Also getting ready to flood the whole ship with uh matter antimatter radiation. We looked at that whole main engineering. 
that was just, yeah, that was ridiculous. I was like, seriously, not once but twice, y'all tried to destroy the whole ship <laughs> in the same episode <laughs> within five minutes of each yeah. other. Yes, yeah. 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 Right. But we, we looked should, at that whole main engineering, that whole main engineering, and it's a beautiful main engineering. I love it. I don't want to hear nobody do nan complaining about big wide open spaces in a starship again. You see, that whole empty space is a big old dome. There's a whole bunch of space. I heard all those people crying about why all the space and on Discovery in their, you know, what was it, in the uh in the turbo lift. Like, why are we jumping through the turbo lifts? Where's all this space come from? There's space in the ship. There's empty space, there's negative space, there's void space in ships. Deal with it, people. Deal with it. You know, I talked about that on Twitter a little bit today, the size of the ships, you know, the, the size, the ships now are way bigger than they were in the old series. Cause I think that, I think, um, you know, this, this ship is like 200 meters bigger than, um, the original series version of the enterprise. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I just think that the, the folks needed to wrap their brains around the fact that, they're thinking bigger now. It's no, the, the, all that empty space could not have fit in the sixties version of the ship. You're right. Let it go. This is, these aren't the sixties versions of the ships. The new to the design aesthetic is that they're immense spaces and they're immense spaces for the very reason we see on the show. They need to do a lot of stuff inside those ships and you can't do it in, you know, a 10 by 10 room. You've got to do it in like big empty spaces and like engineering on new enterprise is gorgeous. Like I saw like five different, like they can't all, I don't think it's got five different warp cores, but there were five stations that looked like miniature versions of like the warp core. And I was like, what, what are these things? And I have no answer for it, but I want to know. Right. right. And I like that. Uh, Hammer can, he doesn't move around like he's, disabled or blind because he has that whole intuition of the NR. And I just thought that was that was a brilliant little touch right there because it because we know that his subspecies, they may not have sight, but their intuition and their extra senses and the, the antennae that they have more than makes up for that. So I'm just like, because you see him moving around mm-hmm. very free. He's not cautious at all. Like he's just walking through engineering and things like that. And I'm like, huh. I love the way that he commanded that engineering crew. He just raised his hand and they moved. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about how I don't want to be an engineer. No. No. I was like, like, I know I wouldn't make it. I would burn out. I would flame out so hard. I would be nervous on my anxiety. I wouldn't be able to keep up with these people. That engineering is not for me. Mm -mm. Not for me. You worked the line. I have a question about something since we're talking about uh, well, since we talked about La'an waking up and basically trying to destroy the ship to get to the, the heat. But I was wondering if they were playing off of her ancestry with that because she was one of the first to wake. Mm. One of the only ones to wake up from it and wake up from the all of the freaking uh, sedatives that they gave him. Yeah. And made it to engineering to do all of that. And so it made me wonder. And she was she was good enough to fight, which by the way, not the best <laughs> choreographed scene. <laughs> I was watching it like, where's Michelle Yo? But uh Look, neither here nor there. Oh, I like that fight. I like that it, fight. It was a little clunky. 
I th- I thought it was just two people like slugging it out, and it, I mean there wasn't a, a Michelle Yeoh elegant fight, you know, like she does. No, it wasn't meant to be an elegant fight. It was. I don't know. It was a street me. type fight. Yeah, because so, I mean, yeah, it was a street fight. It, yeah, it was a street fight. Like they were, uh, you know, it was just we throwing hands, and I'm desperate to do something that's gonna put everyone in danger versus I'm desperate to stop you from putting everyone in danger. It was, it, was, no it, was it was a brawl. Yeah, yeah. it was a brawl. I don't know. It, and it didn't going with like what, what, what Tia said, though, um, it, it also reminded me of the original series where Khan goes to the engineering room uh, to take over the ship, and Kirk has to have that fight where he tears his shirt. Um, one of many <laughs> fights where he tears his shirt to, uh, to <laughs> fight him. And Rebecca did start off the episode tearing her shirt when the lights came out. So it, there, there was some definite, uh, you know, spacey um, callbacks in this episode. I'm glad she didn't go to, to the med bay with her torn shirt. I was like, you know, that's true. That's yeah. I noticed that as well. I was like, I hope you change your shirt before you go on to sick bay. Cause I feel like you just walked right out the door, but she was wearing a different shirt. So good for her for having the presence of mind to do that. <laughs> Kirk wouldn't have done that. He would have showed up. No, Kirk would have been uh, yeah. with the titty all out. Titty all out. Okay. So yeah, I was just, I was wondering if they were hinting towards something with the fact that she was the first one up. It's and I was possible. like, is, is there mm-hmm. something? And speaking of, how did how does number one pass any sort of test that they do on the crew? Well, they said that uh, there are Illyrians who, you know, look as human as a human. And, you know, it's entirely possible that, you know, all of her organs are in the right place. And, you yeah, know, they don't she's... test blood. I mean, there should be there's clearly something. Like in there's her. no there's well, no DNA genetic I marker. A, yeah, she fought off an it's entire an interesting thing that uh, he said, I want to do a DNA. You know, let me check your DNA. And he tested her and he didn't know she was Illyrian until she said it. Yeah, so maybe Starfleet so she's doesn't. A, she's super passive. Maybe Starfleet doesn't specifically because they think you know we don't you know judge people based on their DNA and stuff like that, even <laughs> though they absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> they very much do. Poor girl. Okay. Uh, I think that's everything. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Yeah. All right. Oh my goodness, we actually covered everything. Wow. No, I'm going to do one more thing because because I'm the thirsty person on here. We're going to talk about Ethan Pecks one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think we have Spock here entering his uh, himbo era because he is not concerned, unbothered. He is arming us with knowledge, very concerned about <laughs> the book he is reading as opposed to, you know, the ion storm and the building that's potentially collapsing around him Spock's a nerd. the of, himbo so era cool. nerd spock and i'm i'm into it i like it and those, those <laughs> look so spock cool last look entering so i think ethan pecks yeah uh, i love how we've have... all embraced ethan pecks as an <laughs> i really do like this just makes me happy <laughs> just give it to me i'm into it much. 
Everyone's talking about chesticles. Everyone's like, Kirk showed his. Everyone's like, please give us more, Ethan Peck's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm waiting, and I'm watching. And I'm like, y'all can keep putting him in that skin-tight EV suit with the chest all out, and that's great. But, like, <laughs> like uh, let me see a little more. Put him in the let's, scant. Let's see Put him in the scant. Let's, let's I'll tell you what's funny, though. And it'll, it'll, it'll embarrass her when she finally listens to this episode. But my 11-year-old uh, saw um, Captain Pike's arms. Right in the, in the kitchen, and she's like, "Is there a gym on this ship?" And I said, "Why?" And she's like, "His arms are so big." So man's was looking swole with this with the skin tight shirt, even though it's he, a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got he, an apron on. He got, so. got that piece. Yeah, I mean, the dudes on this show, except for Sam, ain't messing around. <laughs> Sam with the poor stash. Ain't worried about him. I just like the fact that there's a Kirk that I'm sexier than. Like that makes me happy. <laughs> oh, and I also want I want to give a shout out to uh to Mr. Transporter Twink. Um, <laughs> I know I know they stressing him out every 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 episode. This poor poor man, oh stressing trying to get this transporter to do what it's supposed to do. The, the, he needs, and they just like, say make it happen. Like they need to let that man relax. Poor transporter twink. Leave that man alone. Let they him should, do some simple things. They should edit like a picture of him, like a poster of him, onto like O'Brien's wall someplace. <laughs> like he's like the the hero, the working class hero of the previous generation that O'Brien looks up to. Before yes. anybody gets mad for me calling him Transport Twink, I did not make that up. Somebody else on Twitter said that, and the actor actually did see that nickname, and he's cool with it. So don't go jumping down my throat. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my god. Does he wear the scant? Oh my god, he's a baby. How old Born is in child? 1996. Hence <gasps> Transporter Ooh. Twink. Oh my gosh. That's a baby. Oh my gosh. Got me feeling old over here. Accept oh. <laughs> <Except> it. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, they just tell this man get it done without any instructions on or any help but on he how does. to do it. Just, just do it. Star Trek, man. The captains do that all the time. That's how I manage my teams at work. I don't tell them how to do stuff unless they ask. <laughs> Make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> bend the laws of physics. <laughs> I don't. You <laughs> bend I, laws of physics. I asked you for it. Done. My job <laughs> is to ask you like, for you it. Your job is to give it to me. Them. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I will bend them, I guess, sir. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Okay, now I think we've done that. Now I think we've done. Yeah, I think <laughs> we and we talked about we talked about Pike sounding like a whole white man at the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> we talked about uh, you know, he had to remind us at some point. Right. It's like that episode of Atlanta when they're in that in in, in those rich people's house. At some point, you got to, oh, yeah, you're not entirely yeah. down. Yeah. Pike had to, you know, he had to, but what, where can he grow from if, you know, not that That's moment, right. So. That's right. So, you know, maybe I have more hope for him than I did for Archer. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right. Archer, Archer wears deck shoes anyway. Uh, Archer. Archer. Just, oh, that piece of crap. Anyway, <laughs> do we have any shout outs? <laughs> Uh, shout out to Maxwell Mercy for always recommending Black Alert Pod when somebody asks for a Star Trek podcast. He does, and he's it's, he's great that way. I love him. Thank you, Maxwell. 
And um, I don't know. Another shout out to Scott. Scott's always got our back. Scott always has our back. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. I want to I wanna shout out to, uh, I think it's, it's Bernadette Croft, who is doing the, the, the hair and the wardrobe on Strange New Worlds and gave us that lovely shot of Celia and her do-rag with the Delta. Mm-hmm. It's helping us see and better visualize this lovely do-rag. Y'all really need to put that into production. And if you don't, we probably will. Just please, I would like an official one with the Star Trek. Just please. Thank you. Burn that, burn that, make it happen. Also, yeah, you come on the show. Too. Just send it to us. Just, <laughs> yeah, we should, have, we should have her on. Uh, shout out to our missing cast member, Sad and Yellow, for giving us all the things that made that episode happen. The, the pomade, the pink oil moisturizer, rollers. God help them rollers. <laughs> <laughs> My head, I felt the burn in my head when I saw those rollers. I smell pink oil moisturizer. But the smell hasn't changed. My mother had some. <laughs> the other day I was at her house. I saw it. I was like, wow, blessed from the past. <laughs> smell hasn't changed. But yes, Shaniqua. Thank you. I don't think I have any shout outs. Do I? No. Do you? I, don't. I, I, I just want to shout out our listeners as always. Thank you so much. Yes, love thank support. you. We love you. Thank you. And okay. that's an episode. Just keep yeah. on trekking. Just keep trekking. Just keep trekking. <laughs>